Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode. My name is Dallin, and again, this is Haas Federal Advisors YouTube channel and podcast. If you are a federal employee that wants to retire comfortable and confident and be knowledgeable about your benefits and, and TSP and taxes and everything that comes with being prepared for retirement, you are in the, the best spot for you. So we've got three questions in our in our Q&A today that we're going to dig into. And if you have a question about your federal benefits, about investing, about taxes, about retiring confident, there's a link in the description below where you can submit those through our website and you might just be featured on the next episode of Haas Federal Advisors Q&A every Saturday. So without further ado, question one. They say, if I retire at age 62 and I do a rollover into a traditional IRA, do I pay taxes on the rollover amount? Now, that's not the end of the question, but let me address that. So you can do what they call a rollover or direct transfer from your traditional TSP to a traditional IRA. Now, if you're not familiar with an IRA, long story short, it is similar to your TSP. It's a retirement account, right? And it is also pre-tax, right? Just like your traditional TSP, you put money in and it's pre-tax. When you take it out, that's when you pay taxes. Well, a traditional IRA is the same thing, right? Where you put money in, you get a tax deduction. When you take it out is when you pay taxes. So when you retire, and many federal employees do this, is they move their TSP over to a traditional IRA. They roll it over directly, right? Directly from the TSP, directly to a traditional IRA. And during that transfer, there's no taxes, no penalties, nothing due, right? So that answers the question there. There is no taxes or penalties when doing a direct rollover from the traditional TSP to a traditional IRA. The second half of their question, they say, also, if I am 59 and a half, or no, if I'm over 59 and a half years old, they say in parentheses, and I plan to retire at age 62, can I take a lump sum out of my TSP? And if so, I don't have to pay a penalty, but I pay taxes, correct? Okay, so this is a great question. So it looks like this federal employee is looking to retire at 62, right? And they may already be over 59 and a half, but long story short, as long as you are over 59 and a half, then you don't have to pay a 10% early penalty from taking money out of your TSP. And that even includes while you're still working. So let's say you're 60 years old, you're still working, right? You can take what they call an in, an age-based in-service withdrawal from your TSP and you don't pay a penalty. Now, you still have to pay taxes like normal as long as you're taking money from the traditional TSP, you still got to pay taxes, right? But you don't have to pay a penalty. Now, there is of course one nuance is that if you retire in the year that you turn 55 or later, you can access your TSP without the penalty or if you are a special provisions federal employee, that age is actually 50. So the rules kind of change depending on who you are and when you retire. But normally the requirement is age 59 and a half for IRAs and for most folks, okay? So that answers that question. So let's go to question number two. They say, I've noticed several websites stating that the annual limits, no, stating the annual limits on how much you can contribute into a Roth. But I'm confused on how the Roth TSP contributions differ from this. I have been advised via the TSP helpline that I could put up to $26,000 into either the traditional TSP or the Roth TSP. How is this different from the $7,000 limit I read elsewhere? I am nervous to do this because I don't want to have any penalties if I over 
contribute. So this is actually a misconception and a confusion I, I see all the time, all the time. And basically it's confusing the TSP and the rules associated with the TSP with, with an IRA, with a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, okay? So this is how it works. Your TSP, they have annual limits where you can only put so much into the traditional TSP or the Roth TSP every year. In 2021, if you are under age 50, you can put 19,500, okay? And that is the shared limit between the traditional and the Roth. So you could put 19,500 in the traditional, but then you can't put anything into the Roth, right? It's shared. Or you could do um, a split, so you could do 50-50. However you want, you just can't go over the limit. Now, if you're over the age 50, then you could up, put up to $26,000 into the TSP. And again, this is the limit for 2021. They do adjust sometimes over the years, okay? I think 2022, um, it's a higher amount, right? Just keep that in mind, okay? So now, how does that differ from um, a Roth IRA? Now, when you start Googling the annual contribution limits for a Roth, well, often the results you're gonna get is for a Roth IRA, because most of the world, uses a Roth IRA, or not most of the world, most of the United States, right? They use a Roth IRA and not the Roth TSP because not everyone is a federal employee, right? So you have to understand that there's a big difference and you have to under know, it's like, okay, when are they talking about the Roth TSP and when are they talking about a Roth IRA? Because for a Roth IRA, the limit is $6,000 every year, right? And that is actually shared with a traditional IRA limit, right? That, that's shared there. And if you're over 50, it's $7,000. So you can technically put money into a Roth IRA and the Roth TSP, right? But of course, the one nuance there is once you earn, once your salary is over certain limits, then you can no longer put money directly into a Roth IRA. So that's the one nuance where you can't always use both. You can always, however, use the Roth TSP no matter how high your income is. So hopefully that clears it up. I know sometimes when I answer questions, I bring in more details that maybe is necessary, right? And so hopefully that's not more confusing than, than it was before, okay? Long story short, you have to understand that there, the rules for the TSP and an IRA are unique and distinct from each other. And you wanna make sure you keep those distinct in your mind as you're reading about them online, okay? Question number three. Now, this question made my day. I, I loved it, at least the first half, right? It, it was awesome, so I, I had to feature it here on this episode. They say, hey, they say, hi, Dallin. The impact of your YouTube channel has made, has made on my planning for retirement is incredible. I have resigned, I had resigned myself to working until 67 with very little confidence that I would have enough money to retire. But your always upbeat encouragement and excellent advice has made me looking at hanging it up at 63. Congrats, that is awesome. That's my goal really for this stuff is, hey, I want people to be confident and potentially retire early if they run their numbers and say, hey, I can actually retire earlier than I thought. That is amazing. Okay, they say, this is their actual question, okay? They say, my question is about social security. My wife worked for about 10 years and then quit to have our sons and didn't return to work. Our plan is for her to begin taking Social Security when she is 62. And I would begin Social Security at 67. Is it possible that when I take my Social Security at 67, that she could convert to Social Security spousal benefits? It would be more than double her monthly Social Security. Thanks again for all you do. Okay. Great question. So this has to do again with social security. And there's two big pieces to this that you have to understand to understand this question. So 
There are a couple different, I mean, the social security program is immense. There's a lot of pieces to it. But the two pieces that are relevant here is whenever you work and you have worked for about 10 years, right? Then, then you are eligible to receive a social security benefit based on your own working history. Okay, your own working history, right? And for you as a federal employee, most of you are gonna fall into that boat. Now, many of your spouses potentially, maybe they stayed home with the kids, whatever it is, not everyone has those 10 years. Now, if they do have 10 years, then they can get some on their own working history. And that is what this, this question asks is, hey, my wife is actually gonna start her benefits at 62. She has just 10 years, so her benefit's not gonna be very big, but she can get a benefit and she's gonna get that. Now, the husband in this case, or the federal employee, right? is gonna then start his benefits at 67. And the question is, can the wife then switch to spousal benefits? So you have to understand spousal benefits as well to understand this question. So spousal benefits is actually the fact that the spouse of a working person actually can be eligible for benefits based on the working person's working history, okay? So even if you didn't work all, you may be eligible for a benefit just based on your spouse's working history. And this is how it works. Basically, if, let's say, let's say a couple is the same age, the exact same, they're, let's say they're both 62. Let's say the wife takes her social security. It's not very big because she only worked for 10 years, let's say, okay. Then she'll, she'll continue taking her own benefit. But when, let's say, the husband takes his benefits, let's say at 67, then what the Social Security Administration is going to do is they're like, oh, now that the husband, the person that's been working longer, is taking their benefits, then the spouse is actually potentially eligible for spousal benefits as well. And they're going to look, which one's bigger? Is it bigger for the, let's say, wife in this case to take her own benefits? Or is it bigger, is the, the benefit bigger to taking spousal benefits? And if the spousal benefit is bigger, they will automatically switch it over from her own benefits to spousal benefits. So to answer the question specifically is, hey, can we switch over when I start my benefits to spousal benefits for my wife? The answer is yes, and you don't have to do anything. The Social Security Administration is gonna switch it over automatically when they know that the husband then um, filed so long story short, the spouse that didn't work very much can get spousal benefits based on the working person's history, but the working person has to have already filed for benefits for the spouse to get spousal benefits. So again, if you're not familiar with Social Security, that can be really confusing, right? I have tons of videos on Social Security, and honestly, for you as a federal employee, it is so crucial that you understand how it works and when you should file, how it works if you retire or file early at 62, how it works if you retire late at 70, especially if you're married, it becomes even more crucial to make sure that you and your spouse are taken care of for your entire life. So I got tons of videos and a great way to find my content on this. If you go to my website at hawsfederaladvisors.com, up at the top there is articles by topic, okay? And there's about six or seven different topics that I normally do articles about, whether it's social security, whether it's your TSP, whether it's taxes, whether it's retirement planning, whatever it is. There's a bunch of different topics, right? And if you click on that, and it's going to filter all the content, the videos and the, the blog posts and the all those things, it's going to filter by those topics, right? So you can find the ones that are most relevant to the questions you're asking, and you can really learn so much 
about how it works for you. So I hope that was helpful. And if it was, all I ask is please hit the hit the like button. Please subscribe. If this is valuable for you, um, consider sharing with a friend, right? That really helps us out a ton to share this, to get it out to as many federal employees as we can. So that again, like some of these questions included, that is really helping people be comfortable and confident in retirement, which is the goal. That We love to hear those comments. It really makes our day. So have an incredible rest of your day. We'll see you next time.